You're listening to 8 at 8 with David Light. News and discussion from the College Times. Hello you. On today's programme we've got all your latest COVID news, all your latest travel news and there's some football going on. Let's start the show. Good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning. Welcome to another 8 at 8 show with me, David Light, where I'm bringing you all the latest headlines from the UAE, first thing on this Wednesday, September 8th. If you like what you hear, please give this podcast a follow and a share, and say hello at david at callagetimes.com. Okay, let's go. Right, let's start with the COVID numbers. Today in the UAE, we have 952 new cases of coronavirus, but 1,269 recoveries. Stay safe, stay vigilant. In other COVID-related news, Saudi Arabia has removed the UAE, Argentina and South Africa from its entry-banned country list and will re-allow citizens to travel to the three countries starting today, State TV reported yesterday. The Ministry of Interior said the decision was based on the Kingdom's evaluation of the current COVID-19 situation. The Saudi Ministry has, however, stressed the importance of adhering to all the precautionary measures, according to a Saudi press agency report. The Ministry of Interior calls upon citizens wishing to travel to the countries to which travel is permitted to be carefully stay away from areas where the virus is spreading and follow all precautionary measures regardless of their destination. The report cited the Interior Ministry as saying. UAE passengers travelling from Indonesia, a previously restricted country, do not require a General Directorate of Residency and Foreigners Affairs or the Federal Authority for Identity and Citizenship approval, according to a fresh travel update on the website of Dubai carrier Emirates. Indonesia was among the 11 countries where passengers needed to apply for a GDRFA or ICA approval before flying into Dubai, especially for residents. However, the country's name has now been removed from the list on Emirates guidelines page for residents. In an earlier update, Emirates Airline had said that residents travelling from Indonesia and 10 other countries had to take approval from the GDRFA and ICA before flying to the UAE. However, this does not apply to passengers who have other visas, such as newly issued residence or employment visas, short-stay or long-stay visas, visit visas or visas on arrival. For more on this story, head to kalishtimes.com. Sahim Salim writes, Capacity at mosques across the UAE has been increased, it was announced yesterday. The necessary physical distance within the mosques has been reduced from 2 metres to 1.5 metres. However, ablution areas will continue to remain closed, the National Crisis and Emergency Management Authority announced. Additionally, 50 people can attend funeral prayers, provided the death was not COVID-related.
Sahim also writes, authorities in the UAE have announced free COVID-19 PCR tests for vaccinated students and education sector employees. The National Crisis and Emergency Management Authority yesterday said students and administrative, academic and technical staff can receive a free PCR test every 30 days. Students and staff at government schools are routinely required to undergo PCR tests. Students aged 12 and above who are not vaccinated against COVID-19 need to take a PCR test every week for in-person learning. Vaccinated students aged 12 and above and unvaccinated students under 12 need to take one every month. However, these protocols only apply to students enrolled in government schools. The Ministry of Education has granted education regulators in each emirate the power to form their own back-to-school COVID protocols. As per the latest statistics, close to 90% of education staff have received the jab. Travellers to the UAE from the GCC can use their country's official COVID-19 app to validate their vaccination status and PCR test results. The National Crisis and Emergency Management Authority said yesterday that the move aims to facilitate movement between GCC countries. The apps will be used to validate vaccination doses and PCR tests taken outside the UAE. The apps can also be used to enter any venue that adopts the Green Pass system in the UAE. In Abu Dhabi, access to public spaces is restricted to vaccinated citizens, residents and tourists. UAE leads the world when it comes to COVID-19 vaccination rates. According to Our World in Data Statistics, the country has the highest percentage of fully vaccinated residents. Close to 78% of residents are fully vaccinated against coronavirus, while over 89% have received at least one dose. Portugal is second on the list with over 77% of residents fully vaccinated. Qatar comes in third place with over 74% receiving two doses. The UAE's vaccination distribution rate of 187.64 doses per 100 people is also the highest in the world. The National Crisis and Emergency Management Authority yesterday said daily COVID-19 cases have been steadily declining. Daily infections dipped below the 1,000 mark for the first time in eight months on August 24th. They have remained below 1,000 for the last 15 days. Afghar Abdullah writes, A domestic worker in Dubai has been sentenced to life in prison for killing an elderly Emirati man who was left in his care. The 30-year-old Pakistani defendant was found to have strangled the man using the victim's izar, a long band worn under traditional Emirati garments for men. The incident happened on June 15th last year when the man's wife went shopping and left her diabetic husband with the defendant. Two hours later, the defendant called her and said her husband had lost consciousness. She rushed back home and saw the worker as she was entering the villa. He told me my husband was unconscious, not dead, the Iranian woman, 42, told the court. She found her husband on the ground next to the fridge in their two-bedroom apartment attached to a villa in Hor al I thought he had fallen because it had happened before she said. 
The woman called an ambulance, thinking her husband was still alive, then called her two stepsons. The man's sons arrived, and one of them rushed to hug and kiss their father. When my brother was hugging him, I noticed a piece of cloth and the ezar around my father's neck, said the 22-year-old son. I asked the worker about what happened, but he, the defendant, just laughed, said the son. Nearly a month before the incident, the Emirati man had told his son that the worker was abusive and would often push or choke him, according to the investigation. Officers looked for the defendant, but he was nowhere to be found. He was arrested the following day in the same area. Investigations found that he had worked as a gardener for a private company in Dubai, but absconded around seven months earlier. On the day of the murder, he said he was assaulted by the senior citizen who allegedly tried to strangle him with his own izar because he took too long to prepare him tea and shisha. In August last year, the defendant denied a premeditated murder charge in court. However, yesterday he was sentenced to life in prison to be followed by deportation. And in sports news, there's just time to tell you that in football, Ali Mabkut wrote his name in the history books with an opportunistic strike that helped the prolific striker equal Brazilian legend Pele's record as the seventh highest international scorer of all time with 77 goals. But his effort was not enough to give the UAE their first win in the third round of World Cup qualifiers on Tuesday. A fast-paced game at the King Abdullah II Stadium in Amman, Jordan, saw the UAE play out a 1-1 draw with Syria. And with that, thank you so much for listening. I'll see you tomorrow. Take care now. 